The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report on 1500 AM. That's right, on 1500 AM and anywhere where you get your fine podcast. I'm Claude Jennings. He's Kevin Stanfield. We've got more to talk about when it comes to the burgundy and gold. We want to do some uh, uh, college football playoff uh, reaction. And uh, yeah, we got, I mean, look, it is what it is with the team. I mean, we've talked about this uh, ad nauseum. Um, I don't know if Kevin's nauseated, but I'm nauseated about oh, uh, oh, with nauseum. it. How, yeah, ad nauseum. It's just, you know, um, look, here's the thing about this. As, as disappointed as, you know, fans may want to be, yeah, they're playing the Miami Dolphins, and they've got so many weapons on offense. Tyreek Hill did what Tyreek Hill does. Um, this team is in clear disarray. What in the world did you think was going to happen Sunday at FedEx Field? This is this is exactly what I thought would happen, Kevin. And uh, and I don't I don't think the team gave up. I don't think the team didn't try. I don't think the team you know just folded and let the Dolphins come in and walk. The Dolphins once uh, this season put up what seventy some odd points on a team. This team can score, and so I. I you know, I, I know it It hurts to watch it as a fan. I know you don't want to accept it. I know we want to scream at the TV and say, you got to tackle somebody. You got to cover somebody. You got to block somebody. They play, they play the team that's on a whole different stratosphere than they are. And as upsetting as it can be, I'm not sure what anybody expected, Kevin. Okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Everything you said was was reasonable. It was rational. It was logical. But it was wrong. <laughs> no, no. Let me tell you why. Let me, let me tell you why. I mean, th- these guys are professionals. Yeah, granted, they put up 70 points on somebody. But my impression of what professionals do is they take that film and they sit in the room somewhere and they talk amongst themselves and they say, well, let's not do this. <laughs> right? Let's not do that. You know? And, 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 okay, okay. Granted. Okay, I, I, I am not... The the was the epitome of the astute football mind. I'll say this because my fantasy team lost to the famous Bill Isaacson of, of my easy pass lane uh, championship. Um, I lost to him this week, one hundred and fifty to twenty six. <laughs> well, that's a that's a bad performance. That's a yeah. bad bad I performance. I forgot to set my lineup, and and I think I was too rough on them in practice last week. I was talking yeah, too don't, rough. Right? Don't don't you know? Don't forget. Don't live in a glass house. Okay. You, can't right, right. you I, live in a glass, n- glass house. N- n- nevertheless, I, <laughs> we sat here on this show last week, and and we said, well, this is what you have to do. No matter what else, no matter how talented this is, this team is, you don't let Tyreek Hill beat you. <laughs> That's the first thing you do. You well, stop. you know, and not just that. And we talked about this again last week where from it just seemed like from Little League coaching all the way through high school and, and college, there's just something about certain DBs and certain secondaries where they just don't understand the concept of not letting someone get behind you. Because, <laughs> again, if Tyreek Hill catches something underneath, because one of the touchdowns were kind of like that. You let somebody catch something under, underneath. And, and they get some, and they get you know a bulk yards. That's fine. But what you're not going to do is beat us over the top like you beat so many other people. And I do not understand the concept. I mean, whether they're ten year old, eleven year olds, like I had to do a couple months ago, or whether they're college guys like at Auburn, and like do not let anyone get behind you. And what happens in the play? Well, let somebody get behind them. Yeah, it's, it's like they don't they don't understand the concept. It's and, and it's a, it's an easy concept. I mean, you just maybe. Maybe they they did like the kids I used to coach used to do. They said, "Okay, I want to get behind me. I'll just turn around. <laughs> that way, he's right, in front right. of me as he's running for the touchdown, right? right? <laughs> you now know? he's in front of me, just the other way. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a simple concept, and, and you know what? Here, here's the thing, right? Tyree Hill is fast. He's one of the fastest uh, guys in the NFL. But see, in the NFL, we're not talking about 
matters of, of, of seconds, like, you know, this guy is two seconds faster than somebody in the 40, you're talking about hundreds of seconds, you know, tenths right. of seconds, right? right? So here's what I would do. I mean, this is my suggestion. Of course, I'm not, I'm not the, uh, you know, the savant, right? I, I lost by 130 points. But what I would do is I find out who the fastest man on defense I have is, and put him back there somewhere, right? You know, have him play center field. The, you know, I suggested a two deep zone, a two uh, deep zone rather. You know, they have two deep zones, they have three deep zones. They have plays designed for you to have guys in the backfield to put up a fight if the quarterback decides to throw the ball long. Now, granted, I'm not saying they wouldn't have lost the game. You know, you know, because right. they got they got Waddle, they, not Waddle. Um, uh, what's the other receiver's name? Yeah, no, Waddle. Waddle, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Clay, yeah, you know, they and got two and two really good running backs. And two yes. really, and, and by the way, with all those weapons on on offense at the receiver position, they ran their running backs. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> they actually gave their running backs the ball. Uh, but yeah, it, it it was preventable. It was preventable. It wasn't like they didn't have a clue. It was like they never saw Tyreek Hill before. Maybe they don't watch enough TV. <laughs> Maybe right. that's their problem. So, well, so that's I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm mean, not defeatist about this. I'm not saying that we weren't going to uh, lose, but it didn't have to be that way. It really did not. You can have, you can have one cornerback obviously assigned to him, and you expect that guy to get beat, right? So you know, you you give him anything he wants inside or underneath, uh, and you have a, a safety shadowing as well. And so you try. I mean. I don't understand why that's that hard of a concept to get. It didn't seem like they and, – and, again, I'm not – again, we're not head coaches in the NFL. And I understand it's just – it seems like that's so basic. I wouldn't mind Claypool or anybody else getting over on, on this team. Just don't let that guy beat you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's – what was happening? I, I don't understand that. I mean, it's, it's like it, they must have been doing what they were told. And I just don't understand. The people that they have in positions to tell them these things – why aren't they telling them these things? It's, it's, it, it's, it can't be like they they like they're calling audibles and say, "Oh no, you know we can we're we're so uh, ego maniacal. We're going to play Tyreek Hill straight up, man to man, with no deep help." They had to know what was happening, what was going to happen. You know, somebody should have yeah, said if the no. Game, if the game plan, if the game plan was not to kind of have a safety deep to 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 help out. Uh, on him and not to have one you know, and, and, and to give him anything underneath. If that was not the game plan, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I would like to know what the plan was. If yeah. that's not the plan, then what was the actual plan? Look, what they uh, what they ought to do is, um, you know, they ought to, after they have the, the defensive meeting, uh, they ought to, uh, you know, excuse me, coach, uh, why? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Why? That's the question. That's the big question. Why? And I'm just wondering, I mean, you know, we talk, we, we talked about that, um, you know, and then, you know, I, when you look at the schedule and you make certain changes, you know, I think everything is strategic, right? Why not have Del Rio hang around for one more week, get blasted by the Dolphins, <laughs> and then you head into the bye week with the new change? Because I just think no matter what the change, or you should have done it earlier in the season, in, you know, Chicago week, I just don't understand you wait until – until now to do it and then oh we've got the dolphins and we've already traded away two of the top defenders on the, uh, the players on the defense i don't know I, I don't, there's no logic and strategy it seems to the moves because here's the thing if you know this is going if it, it even if you're like okay this year is gone this year is is, is done um i i mean i don't, I don't agree that that's you know you've got to be far you got to be the patriots at this point for your season to be done but, uh, you know, there still is a strategy to figure something out to, um, to, to give you a, an idea of what's going on for next year. I just don't even see a strategy right now with these guys. Well, you have to look at it from the human being aspect of it. Uh, we, we have a, a, a guy, a head coach, um, general manager, the ones with the, with, the, with the keys to the kingdom, right? You know, where's the Star Trek? I have the con, right? Everything has to go <laughs> by him. And you, I don't know if you've ever been in this type of environment. It, it, it doesn't encourage uh, leadership or creativity or or anything when when your word is always the last word and you're, you're pretty right. much overruling mm -hmm. everything that everybody else says anyway. Mm -hmm. And I don't, you know, I can't prove that this is the case, but I mean, the evidence speaks for itself. It's like it's like 
the team has checked out. I mean, everybody has just checked out. It's, it's, mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's coming from the top. It's, it's coming from the top. You, you know, when I heard the, press, the first line of his press conference earlier today, and uh, someone asked him the question or something like, did they surprise you? Did the Dolphins, were you prepared for the Dolphins? And he said, well, you know, we pretty much did what it was we wanted to do. <laughs> I said, oh, well, that explains it all. Because yeah, in that, yeah. that want-to-do list, you didn't put win. <laughs> why, 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 why? That doesn't make any sense. And it's interesting if you say that because he has said several things since even being here. I mean, again, and I've talked about this before a number of times, that that first season with Dwayne Haskins as starting quarterback, and, and at the end of the game they have a chance to win, but there's some coaching decisions that he made that – in that 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 uh, prohibited them from winning, and he said there are some things that we consider towards the end of these games that uh, that is uh, more important than getting the win or a loss. And I'm like, ah, uh, <laughs> what's more important what? than? As Herm Edwards once said, I thought we, I, you know, I thought we played to, I thought we played to win the game. I thought, I thought that's why we, Hello. that's why we're doing it. So, you, so, so my thing is, whatever, whatever it is you're trying to figure out about this offense or about Dwayne Haskins, it's more important. Than, than winning a game that you that you have a chance to win late. Well, uh, we could do this to win, and this will put us in a better position, but I just want to know how he reacts on a third and medium when we tell him to do an out route to the sidelines if he can make that pass. Well, why would you do that? Do something <laughs> that you think he can execute to try to get the first down to win the game. I just, I, and so he's he's had these moments where he said these things where you're just like, ah, what maybe 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 he's because you know he came in under the old uh, ownership maybe maybe it's the money and he's just like you know what Uh, no they're not going to fire me i'll fulfill the rest of this contract i'm not going to work that hard to try to win i don't want to be playing in the off season i want to start my vacation early and spend all this money that i'm I'm making you know and i like coach rivera by the way i had a chance to meet i mean coach i mean i like him as a he's a nice guy yeah, it's it's, it's, it's rough it's in this result, business. It's a results-oriented business. Okay? I, yeah, I, I understand. It's rough in this business. I remember back in the days of the Kornheiser show, we, uh, you know, uh, Noah Turner was was the coach at the time, and and I used to blast Noah Turner all the time. I used to, you know, be very critical of Noah until one mm-hmm. day I'm sitting up. And I look up, and, and Noah walks in the room. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> you know, right. And it's hard. It's hard to look at the guys in his face, right? You know, when, <laughs> when they become a real human being, right? You know, right? right? You know, if if you know, because I'm not of that ilk yet. You know, I, I learned one thing from the guys from Tony and this is if you ever say something about somebody and they approach you, the first thing you do is own it. Say, yeah, I said it. Right. That's, you know, yes. I wasn't ready for that. You know, I, I didn't say, hey, Norv, I'm, I'm the one that's been trashy. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Hey, but, I'm a know, big fan, man. How you doing? Yeah, yeah. You're, a, you're a great guy. Yeah, but you're you know, great, when, great when, when the regime started and, and Noah, uh, Norv, here I go, uh, and Ron went through his, you know, life-threatening basil, I, you know, I I was the first to admit, I'm going to give you a pass on this because you have things, Ron, in your head more important than football right now, right? Mm-hmm. So I gave him a pass the first year. I thought he had a lot of questionable decisions, but I, you know, I gave him a pass. You know, you got life and death in your head along with football, so I'm gonna give you a pass. But it def- it never changed. <laughs> it never right. changed no. from year one. Everything was questionable, right? And as we said so many times, his best decisions were when he didn't have any other choice. Right. <laughs> right. The, the he Heineke. had no other choice but to go to Heineke. Right, that right, right. That turned out to be one of the best ones. That's right. That's right. That's a prime example, right? That's one of his, his best decisions, right? You know, uh, uh, Jameson Crowder as a punt returner. He tried He tried the other dude for, like, uh, for, for three years. <laughs> the guy averaged like a half a yard of return. Troy Apke, I didn't know Troy Apke was still on the roster. He was still, up to a couple of weeks ago. He was still on the roster. Why? Oh wow! Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Why is he on there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, they, they came in with the pretense of changing the culture, changing right. the culture, the culture. Something wrong with the culture. You know, looking back on it. What was wrong with the culture? <laughs> right? oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was wrong? They had, they had a couple of incidents. There was an incident with the running back out of LSU. I forget his name so far. And uh, and even though he went to he oh was, yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was. You know, those charges were eventually dropped. 
<laughs> the charges against him, he was cut immediately, right? Uh, and the charges were eventually dropped, right? So, you know, that's a, you know that was a—I think that was a guy that Ron inherited. I'm not sure. But one of the mm-hmm. things I'll never forget was one of the first things he did when he came in was he got rid of Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson, who the year before was the best player on the team. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute best player. Yeah. A leader, a guy who's been through adversity, right? You know, with uh, career-ending knee surgery. I mean, career-ending for most people. He came back at a high mm-hmm. NFL level, right? You know, oh, yeah. that's the kind, kind of guy you want on your team. I mean, you know, just for the leadership. But that wasn't the type of guy Ron wanted. He didn't want anybody who challenged his leadership. He wanted guys like Trent Williams Anybody think, who uh, I, I don't want to interrupt you, Darius Geis is who we're thinking. Darius Geis, that's right, that's mm-hmm. right. Guys, mm-hmm. you know the guys, the um, uh, you know all through the years, the 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 the, <laughs> the the guys on the offensive line. You know, he said, well, you know, we can't pay them, we can't keep them. Why not? <laughs> Why can't mm-hmm. you? They're good ball players. You're going to tell me that everybody in the league gets rid of somebody because they can't pay them? No, no, no. They work something out. They all work something out. You know, we just can't operate like this. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the the uh, speaking of uh, uh, Gruden? Did you see his uh, tweet? Um, I still call it a tweet. I don't care about X, but yeah, right. on his tweet uh, saying he said four to five years now, big figured culture would have been would have been different. It would have been the difference. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, me again. He says four to five years now. Figured culture, figured figured culture would would have been the difference. Right, right, right. Uh, maybe yeah. Well, <laughs> so here he is. Let me say taking this: taking a blast at the commanders. Well, I'll I'll, I'll say this because I'm at, I'm alive in the studio right now. I'm not in my home because I don't mention that name in my home. We call right. <laughs> we call him <laughs> right. You know. So right. you know, and the, and the thing about that is, if you look at it, and you look at it, you know, like logically and practically. He has just as many jobs right now coaching as you and I do. <laughs> correct, correct, so, correct. So, How come you can't keep a job? Yeah, yeah. so I'm not, I'm yeah. not. you know, he, he's, he's living off interviews, however much, like, the local radio stations are paying him, and what for, for whatever reason, it's not for right. his football acumen, because he's, no, he's not a hot commodity right now, you know. No, so, he's not. So, yeah, I, I ain't got much to listen to what he's got to say, right, but... But yeah, you know, yeah. I, I <laughs> you know, the so coach was not great. I mean, to him. look, the, the team's got its issues. Obviously, um, did did I think you said? I mean, you focused in on the defense and, and the Tyreek Hill situation. Did you expect a better effort? This like, did, did you have an issue with the effort from what you saw from the players on Sunday? Well, you know, I've been on record as saying that I don't think Sam Howell's the guy. Nothing against Correct. Sam. You know, I just don't think that he has that 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 split-second decision-making ability, and mm-hmm. I, I just don't think the moxie is there. I mean, he's a professional football player, yes, but if you talk about the guy, you know, I saw, like, I saw a clip of uh, C.J. Stroud, a rookie, getting in the defender's face for shoving him, right? You know, he mm-hmm. gets in the dude's face. Sam is just a little bit too even-keeled. Nothing against Sam. I think that, you know, he's reliable. I think he's a good guy. Uh, I think he wants to learn. I think he's willing. But to 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 overcome the deficiencies of that team, you need that guy. Right, I don't think right. Sam's that guy because there's plenty of times he could have thrown the ball and didn't. There was times yeah. he ran yeah. into the into the sack. He has no pocket presence. A lot of that, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't have any pocket presence a lot of time because he has no pocket. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 yeah. Hard to be, hard to have the pocket presence when there when there is no yeah, right, uh, yeah. pocket. And and by the way, I mean, could he be the guy? Sure, but I always thought that Sam Howe coming out of Carolina was a project quarterback. And I know for certain quarterbacks of a certain complexion, <laughs> they don't like, they never call them project quarterbacks. Right, right. It's always. Other quarterbacks that are the project quarterbacks has got to learn yeah. how to develop, how to read faster and learn how to, you know, uh, uh, go through their progressions and <laughs> not run so much because nobody wants that. Well, why wouldn't we? Right. Number one, <laughs> I mean, if it's electric and they're working, then why not? But but that, but that aside, I always thought that he was a project quarterback and I always thought that he it would take him two to three years to sit behind somebody and to watch them. Yeah. And then he could come in because he does. He, he's got all the 
all the tangibles. I mean, he's got the big arm. He's, you know, a decent sized guy. And so you're like, oh, okay, it, it could work out. And and he remind, and so I think he has the ceiling to be the guy, but he he doesn't. But he's not the guy now, and he needs more time. And by the way, he also could just end up being a really, really, really good backup. He's a guy that maybe you don't mind coming in when your starter, who's your franchise guy, gets hurt and is going to be out for three or four games because he sits behind him. He can come in and he can make some things happen. Will he ever be that guy? I don't know. But I do think he'd be a great backup. Hey, look, what, what they don't need, they don't need a project quarterback. They need a from the project quarterback. That might be that might need to be the, the title of the show. We need a from the project. We don't need a project quarterback. We need a from the projects. Hey, speaking of backups, did you you asked me at the same time I saw it? Why in the world did they put Jacoby Brissett in the game? <laughs> into the game, if you got a young guy who needs to learn, who needs to take his mm-hmm. lumps, you know, you know, you made your bed. <laughs> so like, yeah. Why? And the best time, the best time for him to get some of those reps are in garbage time when Miami's not trying to blitz and Miami's not trying to, you know, the right. only thing they're trying to do is get out of here and get back to sunny, beautiful Miami. Right. And so that's the time that you want Howell in the game because you can work on a few things. Then at that point, <laughs> yeah, because that's that's why I'm not a quote. A, a pro quarterback because if I'm Jacoby, I say, you want me to go where? <laughs> <laughs> you, you want me to do what? Jacoby's <laughs> like, now why in the world would you want me to take off this coat and this hat and get off this bench after being here in decent temperature but still cold, sitting all day and then going here and play? I That's told what you want me to do in these last few minutes? I said, look here, coach. I'll go in. But I'm not passing, so you might as well not call no passing plays. Right. <laughs> we right. handing off. We handing off. So, and I'm letting you know now, if you call the pass, I'm an audible out of it. I know I don't have audibles. I'm just going to get in the huddle and say, hey, look, I'm going to hand off to you, B-Rob. <laughs> you get yeah, the ball. Yeah, be ready to get the ball. Just be, be ready Rob. to get the ball, right? You know, so, yeah, that that's ridiculous. That that was ridiculous. There was no point. You know, I, I, I bet he felt the same way that Heineke felt when they told him, well, no, uh, you know, we made a mistake in, in, in putting him win, so you're going to start the next game, right? I bet right. he felt <laughs> oh, yeah, you want me to ruin my marketability, right? You know, right. Some, oh, sure, I'll do that for you. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You know, no. no. I, here's know. what Jacoby should have said. He should have said, why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why? Why should I go Why should I go in there? I don't play defense. <laughs> I don't play no defense. It's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. I'm Claude Jennings. He's Kevin Stanfield. Coming up after the break, we're going to do America's favorite segment, fake news or not. We'll be back. Need help accelerating your IT modernization efforts? Look no further. Appian is the leading low-code provider for the federal market, helping agencies simplify application development and leverage existing IT investments to deliver new solutions. Appian's secure, reliable, and scalable FedRAMP certified platform comes with the Appian Guarantee, your solution created and deployed in just eight weeks. Learn more at appian.com slash appian-guarantee. appian.com slash appian-guarantee. Thank you for listening to Federal Insights for October. Federal Digital Transformation in a Post-COVID World, sponsored by Appian on Federal News Network. Here's Susie Adams, Chief Technology Officer with Microsoft. Advancing defense and intelligence missions requires a cloud built exclusively for storing and analyzing classified data. That cloud is Azure Government Secret. With hyperscale computing capabilities that include built-in AI and machine learning, Azure Government Secret provides open source portability and interoperability in a trusted environment for the nation's most sensitive information. Breakthrough innovation, cloud-to-edge flexibility, and mission-critical security. That's Azure Government Secret. Visit azure.com slash gov. Hey, federal employees and retirees, wherever we are, we can change the world together through the combined federal campaign of the National Capital Area. Whether you care about disaster relief, promoting equality, or helping military families, the CFCNCA has a charity for the causes you support. You're invited to join the CFCNCA community and help those in need. You can renew or make a new donation, pledge volunteer hours, and be the face of change. Show some love today at givecfc.org. Almost every cybersecurity breach today involves the exploitation of privileges. Beyond Trust, the worldwide leader in privileged access management, empowers agencies to secure and manage their entire universe of privileges. 
With Beyond Trust, agencies can secure and protect privileges across passwords, endpoints, and sessions, giving agencies the visibility and control they need to reduce risk, achieve compliance, and boost operational performance. To learn more, visit beyondtrust.com slash public dash sector. SailPoint, the leader in identity management, delivers an innovative approach to securing access across the enterprise with the SailPoint Predictive Identity Platform. The platform is designed to securely accelerate mission objectives, delivering adaptive security and continuous compliance. SailPoint provides a comprehensive view of access to all resources across multi-cloud infrastructures and helps you make faster, more informed access decisions, detect potential risks, and easily enforce access policies for all users. Visit SailPoint.com slash Fed to see how we can help your agency. Okay, some good news during a challenging time for everybody, and this could really help. You may know hundreds of thousands of people have already made the switch to MediShare, which is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And with so many people looking at how they pay for health care right now, seeing premiums going up or the cost of COBRA plans, MediShare has a special offer and a lot of people are taking advantage of it. Simply apply by October 30th and they will waive your new member fee. That's $170 savings. And of course, that's just a start. The typical family saves $500 a month after making the switch. MediShare is a Christian community that has shared over $4 billion in medical bills and it's worked beautifully for decades. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. Here it is. Call 866-88-BIBLE. That's 866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. He's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings uh, talking burgundy and gold. But now it's time for America's favorite segment on sports radio. Fake news or not. It's time for fake news or not. I give Kevin three statements coming out of Washington concerning the burgundy and gold. He lets me know whether it's fake news or not. That's why it's called uh, fake news or not. All right. Statement number one. After this bye week, Kevin, there will be a new starting quarterback for the Burgundy and Gold. Fake news or not? Oh, yes, fake news. That's fake news because Jacoby Brissett will 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 like develop a. He'll say, "Hey, look, I'm I, uh, I'm testing COVID uh, positive uh, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm testing positive tomorrow. So yeah, I'm going to be quarantined for the next five games. So." Yeah. Just no. letting you guys know, yeah, and, uh, coming up on uh, on uh, next uh, uh, Monday, I'm right. going to have COVID. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, in case you prepare, right? You know, don't wait till the last minute. You know, why? Why? Why would a valuable commodity like look? Um, uh, Jacoby Brissett will be in in Cincinnati next year. Uh, okay. You know, somewhere that you know they're a quarterback away. He might have a shot at a starting job in in Pittsburgh. <laughs> you know, yep. there, there's plenty of places they could use the Jacoby Brissett. Look, uh, Tennessee. Uh, New England. Uh, New England. Uh, well, he was there for a while, right? And right, then, he started uh, there. He started there. Yeah. Uh, he back, he backed up Tom Brady. <laughs> you know, if you can't, you know, he's got football in him. If, you, if you're, look, if you're smart enough to back up Tom Brady as a rookie, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you you got some you got some football stuff in you, you know. So uh, yeah, why why would he waste his career? He's he's got. I would if I'm look, if I'm Jacoby Brissett, I'm calling Magic Johnson. Look, Madge, you know what they're trying. To yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you know, I'm better than this guy, right? Yeah, like. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, they didn't give me a fair shot. They want to put me in the end of my career? No, sir, everybody. Well, see, that's <laughs> another thing that I don't understand. Okay, if you didn't want um, how to sit behind Heineke. Why not bring in a vet like Brissett, who, you know, you could and, and 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 even just imagine the momentum in a season like this. Number one, I think that Brissett would have won more games than what we see now. But suppose you have some, somewhat the same results. There's at least some momentum to say, let's close out this year, bringing in the young fella. Let's see what the young guy has. We're going to finish out these last four games and see what what Hal has, because at least that's something you can try to figure out and see what's going on the rest of the year. And, and, and again, by the way, I'm not sure if that's something they would have done with Brissett in it because I think Brissett wins some of those close games that they ended up losing. You know, it's, it's interesting because, number one, there was never a competition for the quarterback spot. It, it right. was never. And by the way, there was no reason not to have a competition. Like, there was nothing that Sam Howell did to end that season. He played one game against Dallas. And by the way, again, it, to me, it was like Dallas didn't even show up. I mean, it, it, it was it was a ridiculous game. It was a trash game. 
And he made a couple of passes, but it wasn't like he played outstanding. And so there was no reason to even go into the offseason saying he's going to be the guy. You could say he's going to compete with whoever else we bring in here. And that's what and that's and we want to see who's the best guy. And he's got a chance to win it in camp. But no, he's not the starter. There was no reason to name him the starter. And 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 they didn't have the built-in excuse of, oh, well, the owner wants him to be to do this like they did with Haskins, right? People Haskins was 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 re- not renowned. The word he was over. He was rated overall as a first round pick in the in the year he was drafted. Right? You know, some teams didn't have him as high as as he was drafted. But he it was it was not like a reach to draft Dwayne Haskins. Right? But no, it was the owner's pick. The owner didn't want the owner. Right. The owner can do anything he wants to do. He's the owner. <laughs> right. It's all, right. People are falling for that, man. They, you know, they've been had and hoodwinked and bamboozled and all that. But they didn't even have that excuse uh, with, with, with Sam Howell. Sam Howell was all Rivera. You know, mm-hmm. it was GM Rivera, Coach Rivera, uh, offensive mind, maybe Rivera and um, Scott Turner, but Rivera had the bottom line. Right. So that's that's, right. that's all that was. It was... It was Rivera trying to prove that he did something right, you know, yeah. and, and he yeah. couldn't do that if Brissett, a journeyman quarterback, came in and beat him out, you know. So that's why right. there was no competition. I mean, that's that's you know, facts, facts is facts. I'm gonna say I'm gonna call a spade a spade, but that's not maybe that's not fitting for this co- okay. <laughs> for this conversation, right? So yeah, yeah, that's that's you know, they're not gonna have a. a, a a new starting quarterback after the bye. They might, you know, he bring back. He might even bring back Carson Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why, not? why not? All right, fake news or not? Question number two: The Commanders go to uh, LA to play the Rams. Go to New York to play the Jets. Host the 49ers, Host the Cowboys. The Commanders will not win another game this season. Fake news or not? That's news. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's news. There's nothing in well. There's nothing to indicate that they want to. First of all, it's it's um, you'd have to have a metamorphosis of of too many people. They, I, you know, it's like the defeatist attitude of this team. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it's like they, <laughs> they don't care. I mean, you remember a couple of years ago when uh, Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen got into it on the sideline? Yeah. Like, you know, at least that showed me that somebody cared about something. You know what I mean? You know, right. you know somebody <laughs> cared about something. You know, it might be right, might be wrong. You don't do all that on the sideline. But somebody cared about something. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, even Jonathan Allen and his profanity laced tirades after a loss, at least he, he cared about how he looked and all that. Yeah, but, if he was tired about that, I wonder how tired he is now. Yeah, it, oh, you know what this all this shows me is the heart of the team <laughs> was really Montez Sweat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that was the, when they got rid of Sweat, they they eliminated a portion of the of the team that I guess had the want to or who really cared or something. Except how much fun is Chase Young having right now? You know what? And he's doing nothing. <laughs> you know, he's doing nothing. He has one sack. I think, you know, and I'm not a stat guy, right? You know, he has one sack, and I believe the thing I read today was he has uh, no hurries and, and no knockdowns. So he has, you know, one sack in, in, in two games. I don't know if he's starting. Yeah, but you got you got to you got to appreciate being in an environment like, you know, from that, right, where your cheerleading is appreciated. Right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. You, got, you, got, you got to love it, right, you know? And – and maybe that's why they traded him to San Francisco, right? You know, maybe that's why they traded him. Said Chase, we like you. Uh, you know, you didn't do it here for us, but we're going to do you a solid, Chase. We're going to trade you to a, a contender where you can at least like be on special teams or something, right? You know, that the third number was he third overall pick in the draft. Sometimes it takes those guys a while. I remember, especially like look at Jadavian Clowney. Who became a very valuable commodity in the, in the NFL? And that period of time, Clowney was Chase Young, right? You know, exactly. Yep. You know, 100%. he had he had a big hit, <laughs> and and it went viral on film and all that, and everybody expected him to be so big and bad and unstoppable. And it took him a while and a couple of injuries to get it together, right? And I tell mm-hmm. people, you know, all the time that, you know, what thirty year old me was 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 much sharper than 22-year-old me, <laughs> you know. You learn yeah. some stuff in life, right, you know. So mm-hmm. not as good looking, but. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, 
Matt Sharper. Matt Sharper. Yeah, Sharper. yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's got to be having fun. You know, Sweat's having fun. He's counting his money, right? You know, and mm-hmm. you know, Chicago's a sports town, right? You know, Chicago loves the Bears, right? Win or lose, and all that. And uh, you know, Chicago. Can you believe Chicago's talking about drafting another quarterback in the first round? I I can believe it. You know why? Because when there's doubt, listen. If I'm doubting if this guy's the guy, then one thing we know, he's not the he's guy. He's not the guy. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> like we. It's so it's like, well, I don't know if Justin. See, I think I don't think. The problem is Justin Fields. I think the problem is Chicago. I think that the team is horrible. But if they have their questions about him, go draft Go draft another quarterback. Because right. go, they'll make a move. They'll make a move and find somebody else. Well, you know, that that's uh, one thing that at least these guys are making the money up front, right? You know, they might not 100%. get their second or, or, or third contract and all that, right? You know, you look at um, – his name is Case, the kid in Arizona, right? You know he Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, right? Who, who knows? You know who knows after the, after this deal, right? Um, you know he's he's a small guy. He's not he's when, yeah. when a small guy gets yeah. hurt, he runs he, a lot. He, he depends yeah. on running. Yeah, he can't. You know, there's bigger, there's big guys out there who run a lot. <laughs> they run at <laughs> you, right? You know, you know and they're all big and they're all fast. I know who you were running from in Oklahoma, right? But these guys are big and and, and they're fast, right? So you got to, you know. You, you know, he's too short to stay in the pocket, <laughs> right? They got right. To find, some right. other players, roll them out and all that. But anyway, I'm saying that there are, if they're willing to accept the position as backups, you know, in the league, you know, they can have a longer, fruitful career. Look at, you know, Heineke ain't mad, <laughs> right? You no, know? no, no. And, and, yeah. and, and you know, he's going to be around for a while. Heineke has proven himself to be an NFL quarterback. He's going to make money for a while, and it's not the wear and tear on his body. You know, mm-hmm. who wouldn't mm-hmm. who would not appreciate a, a position like that, right? You know, so if if his head's on straight, uh, you know, Justin Fields has a long, long career in the league, right? You know, I mean, shoot, Matt uh, Daniel Jones <laughs> is yeah, making Dan, money. Daniel Jones still in the league. Matt Jones, Matt Jones is still yeah, in the league. <laughs> making money, right? So, so yeah, so uh, you know, the game the game is fickle. The, uh, the game is fickle. You know, yeah, they draft another quarterback and. And and we'll draft another quarterback, you know, because yeah. mm-hmm. you know if, if they if they see anything like I see it, and like I said, I, I lost a fantasy game by 130 points, so I'm not the guru, <laughs> but I, you know I just um, don't think Sam's the guy. Okay, that's the second question, right? Yeah, okay. the second one. Yep. So here's the third one. This is a different kind of fake news or not? Um, it, it's a question that you know you would have to answer, I and mean, the answer is not news or fake news, but it's. Uh, with the season going the way it's going and just a horrible loss to the Dolphins, you even projected that it's possible they may win another game this season. Give the fans some reasons why they shouldn't check out, Kevin. Just give us some top reasons why you think fans should not check out and continue to support the team. Oh, so you want me to create the news, right? Well, you know, yes. you know Claude, the yes. season journalists, you, you know, we, we always say we're not a part of the story, right? We just report the story, right? You know, but... We had to be a part of the story because it wouldn't be the story if it wasn't for us, right? Um, the fans, well, maybe they could say that they were at the stadium. Well, there's only one home game left. Let's see. Now they're at LA. They're at the Jets. Uh, San Francisco's at home. They got two home games left, and then Dallas is at home. So uh, maybe you could be the one person in the stadium in your section wearing the Commanders jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Because the 49ers are going to come out and they're going to be nuts. Because yeah, that yeah. fan base, that fan base gets violent. And then you know, of course, the Cowboys fans are going to yeah, be out. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing: I don't believe there's that many Miami fans in the D.C. area. I really don't. I think it was a bunch of front runners at that game yesterday. They just wanted to buy a For winning sure. jersey. For sure. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you cannot tell me that people are going to move from Miami to come to this area on purpose. <laughs> you know, so yeah, yeah. So that's that. That is what I want to give the you know the, any encouragement to the fans. Yeah, they, they they're violent, and and you can go there, and you can be the only one in your section. You know, you have to listen to all that garbage, right? You be the only one in your section representing the Commanders, and you might be at that game where where you know San Francisco goes to sleep or, or something happens. Uh, and, and they win amongst all the San Francisco fans, the Cowboy fans. So that's your reason. You'd be an antagonist. You'd be the the one that represents. You'd be the guy that sits next to the guy like when the Saints were bad and they used to wear the paper bags on their heads and all that. You'd be the one that wears your, your Saint jersey proudly, right? You know, because, you know, this is if you're a true fan, this is your team. Mm-hmm. This, this is mm-hmm. your team. Let me tell you. <laughs> 
My brother, uh, my older brother, uh, he's having some health issues, right? So he's, he's on the men. I gave him a call today, and uh, I said, uh, you know, we talked about the game, and he said, uh, well, you know, next weekend will definitely be better. I said, well, why you say that? He said, because they can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> and now, you know what? I want to ask you about that, too. Finish the story with your brother, and then after you finish that story, answer this question. What are you going to do with your bye week this week, Kevin? What are you doing uh, where you don't have to be emotionally torn apart by, by the results of this team? Oh, you'll appreciate this. I got the plan. I got the plan. First of all, on Saturday, I'm, I'm uh, 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 revisiting of uh, days gone by. I'm uh, actually uh, producing the local broadcast of the Army-Navy game with our boy Pete nice. Methurst. You know, mm-hmm. Pete Methurst, uh, you know, and – and you've never, you've never listened to a sports broadcast <laughs> until you hear Pete call a game and he gets excited, right? Especially, and, oh, you yeah. know, Pete's you know, good, man. Because you know, good. I've I've seen I've seen Pete uh, when Navy was was great. I've seen Pete when Navy was like this year not so great. And he's always bringing that same level of excitement and energy and stuff into the broadcast. He genuinely loves what he's doing, man. So uh, that's cool. That's a very you know very excited to be a part of that. Then Sunday. Sunday, you can appreciate this. You can appreciate this, I know, because you're welcome to come by if you want to. I'm making soup. Making soup? Uh, okay, what kind of soup? Well, that's, that's the thing. I'm making all kinds of soup. <laughs> I'm getting a couple. Of, I get these recipes off, uh, uh, off of PBS and off the web. I'm making mostly chicken soup. I'm making okay. like three different types of chicken soup. And I get these containers uh, uh, from uh, Costco, right? And some of them are round, some of them are flat. And... And I freeze them. I just make as much as I can. And, you know, people come by and they can sit down, have a bowl of soup, right? And then I'll just freeze the rest. So when, like, you know how people have, you know, come up with a little slight cold, they have, you know, don't have a full appetite, but they got to eat, pull out a, bo- a bottle of my, <laughs> my, my, my frozen chicken soup, right? So I do a, a chicken noodle. I do a, a chicken tortilla. Uh, I got this thing from this guy called Christopher Kimball in, in Milk Street on PBS. It's a Mexican chicken vegetable soup with uh, chipotle oh, chilies. Oh, it's the bomb. <laughs> okay. It's, it's the bomb. It sounds good. Yeah, Maybe I do need a swing by. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm telling you, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday. And, okay, so I did the, the chicken noodle, the chicken uh, uh, tortilla, uh, the Mexican chicken vegetable, and they, they, they threw an Asian rice noodle chicken soup on me last week with uh, okay. ginger. And I haven't okay. tried that, but it looks it, it looks intriguing, right? So I borrow a couple of big pots from my mother-in-law because she has those big old old-fashioned big steel pots, you know, <laughs> you know, like a double as a wash tub to do laundry, something that big. And I got mm-hmm. all the burners going, right? Big pots, right? You know, and and I got uh, chicken in the freezer I've accumulated over the months, right? So I'm looking forward <laughs> to. It. I've already told the daughters. I said, look. Soup day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how about you, man? What do you plan on doing with your bye week? Uh, you know what? It's going to feel good to not have to do the halftime and postgame show with our friends Scott Jackson and Fred Smoot. Um, I I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I'm going to try to finish decorating this house for Christmas. Um, uh, I have no clue what I'm going to do Sunday. I might may, Maybe what I'll do is finally sleep in. And Well, <laughs> Sunday morning, we're going to feed the homeless downtown. Right. We do it every right. second and fourth Sunday. So we're right, going to right, do right. that. And then maybe come back home and get in the bed, and maybe we well, actually maybe swing past your house, get some soup, come back home, warm up, <laughs> eat it, and get back in the bed. It'd be well worth and, and it. Try to get some rest and try to. You, this weekend, you, the fans got to worry about their mental health. Don't even watch <laughs> football. Don't watch anything. Don't watch Dallas and the Eagles. Just, just, just connect with your family. It's been a long season. Connect with your friends. Get grounded. We've got four more, you know, uh, games uh, coming up this uh, th- this season, and they could be bad. And they could be bad. And so, and so you got to take care of your mental health. You know what I'm saying? Kevin? That's right. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. All right, it's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. Uh, he's Kevin Stafford. I'm Claude Jennings. We're going to be right back and wrap this thing up on the Federal Football Report. My family's safety is my responsibility, and it's worse when I travel. So my wife and I decided to get a home security system. The best advice came from an ex-cop buddy who said he had a Vivint home security system. So we went with Vivint. Anyway, about a week later, I was traveling. It was late, and I got that feeling. You know, like I should check on my family? So I connected to my Vivint home security system for my smartphone. My security cameras showed everything was okay. But my oldest forgot to lock the back door and set the alarm. No worries. I armed the system and locked the doors right from my smartphone. 
Bottom line, with Vivint, I worry way less. Get Vivint Home Security, winner of Consumer Digest's Best Buy Award for its advanced security. Call and get up to $1,800 in security equipment at no charge. That's $1,800 in security equipment at no charge. Call 800-961-5406. 800-961-5406. 800-961-5406. Restrictions apply. 48 or 60-month agreement at minimum $68 per month and activation fee required. Not available in Louisiana. See Vivint.com for license numbers. You know what ruins a family camping trip? <coughs> Staying zipped in the tent because of ragweed pollen, the number one cause of fall allergies. Allegra gets you back in the fun by relieving your worst indoor and outdoor symptoms, even at eight times high pollen levels. Allegra's non-drowsy relief starts in one hour and stays strong for 24. Camping is for bonding, not sneezing. So get Allegra, stop suffering, and start living. Use only as directed in controlled environment studies using pollen deemed high by the National Allergy Bureau. Visit Allegra.com. Geico presents Strange Savings Stories. Jason Ray noticed a blue birthmark had appeared on his forehead in the shape of the Geico Gecko. Jason felt compelled to switch his car insurance to Geico and save hundreds of dollars with great discounts. By nightfall, the birthmark had disappeared. Jason's wife, Jeannie, thinks it was probably just blueberry jam from breakfast. Jason prefers to believe otherwise. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. You've been thinking about switching to solar. Don't wait much longer or you'll miss out on this year's federal tax credit. Move quickly because the tide is turning. Solar power is becoming a threat to big energy profits. In fact, some power companies are even pushing for extra fees to make up for lost revenue. Warning, you must have your solar system up and running by midnight December 31st or you'll miss out on this year's federal tax credit. Energy prices are expected to increase by as much as 40% in the near future. Go solar now with no down payment, interest, or payments for a whole year. You can afford it because we finance. Get your government money and save big every month. Big energy is getting nervous and the door of opportunity is about to slam shut. Paying $150 a month or more on energy bills? Then call 1-800-MY-SOLAR now for a free in-home assessment. 1-800-MY-SOLAR. My home, my savings, one 800 Getting your child home safely. Tap your heels together three times. It's just a click away. There's no place like home. But making sure your child is in the right seat is just one of the steps down the road to safer travels. I don't know how it works. Find the right seat for your little one's age and size. There's no better way to get home safely. Know for sure that your child is in the right seat. How can I ever thank you enough? Get all the facts at safercar.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Only in the forest can you see this. <laughs> but nothing beats the moment you see that. Cool! That's your child's eyes opening up to a world of possibilities. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. And you might just see this. <laughs> Visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's the final segment of this week's edition of the Federal Football Report. He's Kevin. I'm Claude on 1500 AM, uh, anywhere where you get your fine podcast. Um, so, you know, I, we're not going to worry about this too much. But, Kevin, uh, looking at the rest of the NFC East, uh, Cowboys and Eagles, they've got the what, what I would guess would consider the, the the main game coming up this weekend. What are you looking, looking for in this Cowboys-Eagles matchup, if anything? Well, you know, I I hate to say this, but you know, uh, Dak is is playing at an MVP level. I don't think that he's getting nearly enough credit this year because uh, mm-hmm. the league and fans, for whatever reason, uh, are quick to, uh, to criticize uh, Dak, but he is not getting any nearly enough of the credit because. Um, uh, is this offensive coordinator new? Is is this the first year he's been completely Kellen Morris? Is... Yeah. Well, uh, the first year, I think his first year, Jason Garrett was still doing the was still doing the play call, and then when McCarthy came in, Kellen Moore, or maybe maybe Kellen Moore did some, um, you know, when Garrett was still here. Then yeah, when yeah. Garrett left, Kellen Moore was still the guy, and McCarthy now McCarthy's doing the play calling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that is obviously. Uh, Addition by subtraction because it's a more <laughs> it's a more confident Dak. Uh, um, mm-hmm. It's a um, 
Dak, <laughs> Dak is a threat. Dak, because uh, if you look at it, besides C.D. Lamb, the, the team is pretty ordinary. I mean, because right. uh, uh, there's been a lot of injuries in the backfield. They don't have the, the all-pro tight end. Their tight end situation is pretty much by committee. Uh, and by the way, I know that they, they put their eggs in one basket with, you know, with their running back Pollard. Yeah. Wrong yeah. decision. Wrong decision. <laughs> he's a great change of pace back. But yes. the reason he's a great change of pace back is because you have another pace that's already been set. And so you need to have – I thought that they were going to go after Derrick Henry during the um, yeah. trade deadline. They ended up not doing it. But they need a, they need a, a first and second down back, and you throw Pollard in as a switch up. That's, that's where the success was. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. So – uh, you know, this this could be that, that perfect storm for the Cowboys. The Eagles, uh, you know, they, they just laid an egg the other day. You cannot you cannot say a team that's only lost two games all season is bad. <laughs> you know, right, they, right, had, right, they had right. a bad game. You can't. And then uh, San Francisco claimed this was a you know revenge game, a motivational game and all that. And, you know, and we know uh, what happened in the championship game when, you know, Brock Purdy got hurt, who's turning out to be a very serviceable quarterback. I'm not giving him a superstar mm-hmm. Superstar, you know, he's hitting the open people. You know, right, he's got, right, right. you know, he's hitting open people. That and the game ain't that hard, people. If you hit the guy with the same color jersey as you, you, you know, good things will happen. <laughs> so, right. and, so, yeah. And, and Ron, and Ronnie's Giants, they have the Packers on Monday night. The Packers and Giants on Monday night. That the league's got to find a way to get out of that one, right? Well, you know, the Pack just, just. Um, uh, yeah, beat Kansas City. Beat Kansas City, which is a couple of interesting things about that. I didn't know that Patrick Mahomes had never played at Lambeau before. Okay. <laughs> I can, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, he's – he, yeah. You know, he's, he's, right. he's old it enough to sense. have made the rounds, right, you know. I, then right. again, has he been – yeah, he has been here. I remember him being here and, and waxing us. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and something else. Uh, Kevin O'Connell, or whatever the coach's name is, the you know, the – Formal commander, skin coach. Uh, his teams have never lost in December. Get out of here! <laughs> right at Lambeau, yeah, uh, uh, you know, okay. at Lambeau, undefeated. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that's just at Lambeau, right? You know, he was like 19 mm-hmm. and 0, something, something like that, right? You know, so uh, and and then there's the history of the Packers and the Giants. If anybody knows anything about the game, right? You know, uh, it's got to be something there, and. Um, Jordan Love is becoming a pretty good uh, NFL quarterback, <laughs> you know. Oh, check that out after sitting a couple of years behind Aaron Rodgers. Oh, sitting the, a quarterback the, the sitting and learning. Hmm. Huh. Must, huh. Be yeah. <laughs> Must be a project. Must be a project quarterback. Must be a project. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So I, you know, that's a game I'd, I'd be. I, I think it'll be a fun game to watch. And the Pack still has an outside chance of making the playoffs. You know. Yeah. 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 yeah so we got to uh, see what our friend. We got to see what our Giants correspondent Rodney thinks about the, uh, this game and the rest of the Giants season because uh, yeah, we'll get his thoughts on that. They've got the Packers on Monday night, then they've got the Saints, then another matchup with the Eagles, and then they uh, close out against the, the Rams and then the Eagles again. So uh, ha, tough, tough sled for the Giants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Close out the season um, there. Um, all right, well, it's not tough sledding for us to close out this show. It's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. He's Kevin Stanfield. Uh, glad to be back on 1500 AM uh, doing what we do. Follow us uh, on Twitter. He's at uh, Stanfield Kevin. I'm Claude uh, J Media. And uh, we'll be back next week to not break down a game. Talk about <laughs> and mental health and looking forward to, to, to the rest of the season. Uh, headed to uh, L.A. to play, play them Rams. All right, guys, it's the all Federal right. Football Report. 